I'm a soldier for Christ. I'm a soldier for Christ. I'm a soldier. No, they'll never take us under because we're bringing truth like thunder. Raining on your speakers like a ton of bricks. Hold the cross high because we're Catholics. Fight the good fight with the truth. Stand tall with the truth. I'm a warrior for Christ. I'm in love with the truth. Love God. Save souls. Slay error. Go stronger. Welcome to the Terry and Jesse show. Jesse's gone his way to Tennessee for a parish mission. I have a great show. We have a friend coming on halfway through the show who over 30 years ago wasn't practicing his Catholic faith, didn't believe in a lot, and uh, he'll tell his story about how he got back into into the faith. And for the last 30 years, he's been promoting pro-life efforts, and he's got a great story to share with us. I I titled the show today, What is Truth? Because we're going to be talking about what is truth? The truth about, you know, our self-identity. Uh, do I believe I'm a man or a woman? Does that mean that because I believe something, it makes it true? No. So we're going to be talking about the unborn. I've got something about what President Trump did about opposing, you know, the uh, he didn't he put into place that if a baby is born from abortion alive, that it needs to be taken care of. Now, what is the truth about a baby inside mother? Does it have Right, of course. Just because I say it is nothing, it's not a baby, does that make it not a baby? No. We're also going to be talking about the Vatican set for November, we're saying on next Wednesday, a release of the former Cardinal McCarrick report. Um, and gosh, uh, it's over six, 700 pages, so we're very anxious to hear about that next week. Also, what is the truth about the election? That's all I care about right now. If Trump loses because... There were ballots that were valid that voted against him. So be it. But I don't. I don't want to. I don't want an election that's not truthful. And I think you do. You feel the same way. So I'm going to play a couple of clips on that. Also, the Supreme Court appears to be posed to protect the Catholic adoption agencies' right not to work with homosexual couples. Big news on that. And I'm going to play. I'm going to give you also what Father James Martin, who I pray for every day. Uh, his comments about that, which really uh, is sad because he's consistently pointing out that uh, against what the catechism teaches, that homosexual acts are intrinsically evil, and he doesn't buy that, so that's unfortunate for him. But before we do all of that, I'd love to read the readings for today's Mass, and I'm also going to have a special guest. She's very special because she's been married to me for 30-some years, my wife, It's going to come on in the last segment before the Bible with the Barbers. And she's going to talk about what's the truth about love and life, the issue of contraception. If you want to hear something powerful about that, then you want to stay tuned to hear that also. So I've got a lot of teasers. But let's get to the first reading of today's Mass, the 31st week in Ordinary Time, uh, taken from Philippians chapter 3, verse 17. This is powerful. And it, it it's, it's so appropriate for our culture right now. It's appropriate any time, but here's what it says. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Join with others in being imitators of me, brothers and sisters, and observe those who thus conduct themselves according to the model you have in us. For many, as I have often told you, and now tell you even in tears, picture this, in tears, conduct themselves as enemies of the cross of Christ. 
We have some of that going on right now. Their end is destruction. Their God is their stomach. Their glory is their shame. Their minds are occupied with earthly things, but our citizenship is in heaven. And from it, we will also await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He will change our lowly body to conform with his glorified body by the power that enables him also to bring all things into subjection to himself. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, in this way stand firm in the Lord and believe the gospel, the, the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now, when I read that at Mass this morning, it touched me because we have so many people in our culture so so much focused on the world and not our supernatural life. As I said over and over again, we've lost the sense of the sacred. Bishop Joseph Strickland keeps saying that on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Why? Because it's true. We've lost that. And so I'm going to ask you to keep your eyes focused on the cross. Here it is, right here, on Jesus Christ. The election, yeah, sure, it's important. Very important to vote with your conscience. We did. Let's find out the truth about the election results. That's all I want to know. Is it a, a election that was manipulated and they put fake ballots in? Well, then that's not a good thing, obviously, because that's not what's the truth. The truth is we shouldn't have people manipulating the election. So that's why I talk about that from the, today's scripture reading. Now let's bring in the smartest guy into the room, which is Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. And we'll bring him in on that locomotive train if we can. Nope, not, not doesn't look like we're going to be able to bring him in. Today. Oh, there it is. It's Friday. The train is running slow. Full Sheen ahead. This is the first Friday of the month, folks. So Bishop Sheen's always talking about penance. And I, and I bring this up because it's the month of November. In an article that I was talking about uh, purgatory, and I said from November 1st to the 8th, the faithful can gain a plenary indulgence for souls in purgatory by visiting a cemetery and praying for the dead. This year, the Holy Father, thank you, Pope Francis, has said it's the whole entire month now. So that's been updated. And I, if you want to know more about indulgences, I did a show, oh, I guess it was just four or five days ago. You could see it on the podcast but what does Bishop Sheen have to say on this first Friday of the month of November? He says, Unless there is love, sacrifice and penance will be felt as an evil, but not when love is there. So tell somebody who doesn't have any love to give up something, to sacrifice for your family, for your wife, and they're like, what for? Because they don't love. They want convenience. They want, it's all about me. And, you know, you've heard me sing. I shouldn't be singing, but because I don't have a good voice. But I will say this, that they sing a song in hell. I did it my way. And they sing a, a song in heaven. I did it his way. And so sacrifice is the language of love. That's what Bishop Sheen is saying. So give up little sacrifices for the love of God, because as Bishop Sheen said so well, every action is like a blank check. If Christ's name is on it, it has infinite value. And that infinite value is all for Jesus. And that's why I consistently say the message of Fatima and Our Lady saying, 
that souls are going to hell because no one is there to pray and make sacrifices. You know, here in the Lord's Gym, this is what we try to encourage you to do. Step up your spiritual life because that's what really only matters. As Bishop Sheen used to say, if souls are saved, everything is saved. If souls aren't saved, nothing is saved. And I think that's important with us today. Now, today I've got a great show when we, we're going to be covering the McCarrick situation, why that's important. But I also want to hit you on the reality of what is truth, because that is so important. You know, people talk about, you know, objective truth. We say something is true whether you like it or not, right? It's because it's true, like gravity. If somebody was to jump off a 10-story building and said, I don't believe in gravity, well, when he hits the, 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 the first floor, he's going to believe in it because he's going to hit the ground. Because gravity is gravity. And we have a culture right now in our world that says, uh, it's like I self-identify. In other words, I identify as a man that's six foot six, but I'm five foot five. Who cares about the truth? That's why we care about the truth, because as Jesus said, the truth will set you free. So I'm going to bring up a situation, you know, where it, that uh, William A. Donahue uh, it brought up a story, and I think it's a very beautiful story that will communicate that very important fact that we have to live by truth, not by our emotions, our feelings. Also, tomorrow, don't forget, what every Catholic needs to know, a virtual conference is coming up. I'll be here tomorrow with Matt Arnold, who was my production manager for St. Joseph Communications. He did all these What Every Catholic Needs to Know series with people like Scott Hahn, Tim Staple, Steve Ray, Jesse Romero, Father Bill Casey, the late Deacon Alex Jones. Oh, he had a great, he's a great man. Dr. Brant Petrie, one of the best biblical scholars, along with Dr. Michael Barber. Kimberly Hahn will be there. This is a series we did 20 years ago that is so important because Henry Newman said it, everyone. Think about this. What's the worst thing in the Catholic Church? An ignorant laity. You watch this series tomorrow on YouTube and our, on our, listen to it on our app, and I guarantee you, you're going to learn so much about what every Catholic needs to know about the Bible, what every Catholic needs to know about the Blessed Mother, what every Catholic needs to know about the Pope, my favorite one is what every Catholic needs to know about hell. Register now by calling 877-526-2151 or go to vmpr.org and register now because it's going to happen tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific Coast time. Matt Arnold will be here. I'll be here. And we'd love to have you listen to these and watch these beautiful presentations on what every Catholic needs to know about their faith. It's so important. Tell your son, your daughter. The one on hell, I've seen young people change completely on that issue. So when I come back from the break, I want to talk about what is truth and how it is so important that we need to bring back that aspect of life, whether it's the election, whether it's McCarrick, whether it's your family life, whether it's your wife. What is the truth? Because that's what's going to set us free. And again, all you folks who have been listening on YouTube, about 1,000, 2,000, every, every week we gain about 1,000 to 2,000 people. Welcome! Tell your friends about us. Like us on your YouTube channel. That's how we spread the message. You're listening to the Terry and Jesse show. I always say, I'm too blessed to be stressed. I'm too anointed to be disappointed. And if hope was money, I'd be a billionaire. When we come back, we're going to teach you to fall deeper in love with Jesus and his church.
Hi, this is Jesse Romero from the Terry and Jesse Show, also from Jesus 911. Let's face it, we all need to use the internet, but we need screen accountability. Why? Pornography is a huge problem, especially on the internet. And every time we tap into the internet, we get bombarded with images and temptations that degrade our humanity. So we need Covenant Eye to block these pornographic sites and advertisements from infiltrating our lives. Covenant Eyes helps us take custody of our eyes and custody of our intellect. So I recommend you go to CovenantEyes.com and type in the promo code VMPR to support the network. Protect yourself and your family from the eminent threats on the internet. www.CovenantEyes.com code VMPR live porn free. Thank you for listening to Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Thank you. God bless you. Keep the faith. In 1 Corinthians 13, 13, St. Paul says, So there abide faith, hope, and love, these three. According to St. Ignatius of Antioch, faith is the beginning and love is the end. And God is the two of them brought into unity. Then comes everything else that makes up a Christian. May God grant that we may attain all the virtues that make for authentic followers of His Son. This is Terry Barber. I want to thank you for your support here at Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Here's an easy way to do it. If you're going to sell or buy a house, call Real Estate for Life, 877-543-3871, because they're going to get you a Christ-centered agent to purchase your home or to sell your home. And at the close of escrow, a portion of his commission goes right back to Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Call 877-543-3871. Thank you so much for your support. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. Welcome back. Jesse will be back on Monday. He's out on a mission. Uh, I mentioned to you that I'm going to have a friend come on next segment who 30 years ago wasn't practicing his faith, and he went to a retreat uh, to hear Dr. Scott Hahn talk about the seven sacraments of the church and it pulled him back into the faith. And he's been so active in the pro-life ministry for all these years. I want to hear, I want you to hear from him because I think he's got a powerful message. But what I want to mention is this is from, they call it the President's Desk. This is an article from the Catalyst from the Catholic League, William A. Donahue. Fun story, but points out the ridiculousness of people not realizing what truth is. He says, I want to prove my own existence Remember, Descartes said famously, I think, therefore I am. To prove their own identity, we now have people saying, I identify as X, therefore I am X. Remember I said that? That doesn't make the truth because you say that. He said, in my lifetime, never have I seen more intellectual dishonesty than today. That's so true. Many live in a world of fiction. Adult men and women, especially those drugged by higher education. Notice I said drugged by higher education. Because they've drank the Kool-Aid. They are overwhelmingly white and are playing a child's game of pretend. They pretend to be someone they manifestly are not. 
Males claim to be female. Females claim to be males. Not too long ago, there would be a place in an asylum for those kind of people, right? (laughs) Things have changed. Now they are running the diversity programs at Wall Street. Yeah. I recently had to, he says, I recently had to fill out a form before I underwent a routine medical procedure. Most of the questions were unexceptional, but there was one page, an entire page, that asked questions about my gender. I had to do this too. This was factually incorrect. Gender refers socially learned roles deemed inappropriate for men and women. I should have been asked about my sex. One of the options I was given was non-binary. Has that happened to you, our listener? Oh, my gosh. Meaning neither male nor female. Another option I was to check off was intersex, gender queer to gender non-conforming. What? Yes. At least the guy who pretended he is a woman may get a beer at a half price on ladies' night. That's his sense of humor. That's William Donahue, the Irish humor there. What do these poor folks qualify for? After answering that I am male, one of the questions asked is whether I identify as a male. Another asked, what pronouns would you like the medical staff to use when speaking to you? Are you kidding me? I was given choices such as she, her, he, him, they, and them. I've never met a them. Have you? Nope. And would not care to meet them and that kind of creature in a restroom. Hi, me too. At that point, I refused to cooperate. I put a big X across that page, adding that this is all nonsense. Now, two healthcare persons saw this and they just smiled. <laughs> they knew it was nonsense too, but they didn't want to lose their job by admitting that those who insist on this form are certifiably insane. You know, this is what the emperor has no clothes on. If only they were certified as insane, then we could get them committed. Unfortunately, those responsible for this madness, folks, have graduate degrees. They're, use, they're, they're ignorant. They want us to affirm their sick politics. Moreover, they are infested with the vast majority of professions throughout our nation. The corporate boys and the government bureaucrats taking their cues from Screwed up educators. Isn't that what's going on, folks? Are attempting to shove down our throats this preposterous self-identity scam. And it is a scam, let's be honest. It's not just male-female identity that is the victim of subjectivism. Race is as well. Remember R- Rachel Dolezal? She was the, black, the white girl who said she was black. Her parents are white. She later admitted... Yeah, I was a liar. This happens a lot. Jessica A. Krug, who is white, changed her name to Jessica La Bombalgrea and claimed to be black. She's a real gem. She actually got the prestigious Schrunberg Center for Research in Black Culture to award her financial support so she could write a book about slavery. One day, she also came clean and said, nah, it's not true. She admitted that she lied about her lived experience as a white Jewish child in the suburb Kansas City. One of her other lies was that she was from a Spanish Harlem. You know, ridiculous, okay? There are men who have sex with men and claim that they are not homosexuals. Many social scientists believe them. 
We have Catholic women, many of them who are ex-nuns. I've met them who call themselves priests. Sister Juanita, I see her every year, claiming that she was ordained by a feminist ex-Catholic. Now check this out. This is the world we live in, folks. Indians who came from America, from Asia, consider themselves to be Native Americans, and so on. It is important not to lose our sense of humor over these scams. I love what happened over the summer when a male cop had to conduct a body search of a female rioter on the street. Her fellow rioters screamed at him, You can't touch her! You're a man! To which the cop replied, No, I'm not. I'm a self-identified as a woman. (laughs) I thought, what a world we're living in. I myself said on TV, this is Bill Donahue, that some people think I'm a big Irishman. I'm not. I say I identify as a Chinese dwarf. (laughs) I thought that was hilarious. There's this Irish sense of humor. Not sure just how far these elites will push this delusional ideas, but it's clear that it all stems from a postmodern assault on truth. That's why I named the show What is Truth? We're uh, attacking truth by saying there is no truth, like Pontius Pilate, you know? So once truth doesn't matter, the law allows two men to marry. Everything is possible. That's what happens when we don't care about the truth. We make the truth. That's not the way to live life. This has happened before, not just now. In the last century it happened. Jews were identified as less than human. We know what happened. In fact, Hitler is on record saying there is no such thing as truth. Yeah, you're in good company. You're Adolf Hitler if you say there's no truth. Now he's in good company. Legions of professors in arts and scientists agree with his assessment. Are they, so, they are so drunk with this ideology that they cannot connect the dots. And even the Judge Scott decision of the Supreme Court back in the 19th century about blacks. See, they were wrong. And, and again, in 1973, January 22nd, we were wrong regarding Roe versus Wade. It's a baby. And we're going to be talking about that with Kevin Finn a little later after the break. I also want to just mention that our president, President Trump, he was blasted uh, for opposing infanticide. Can you imagine the president saying, I'm going to stop killing uh, these babies when they come out as an abortion? Let's check this out. President Trump recently signed an executive order mandating that doctors attend to babies born alive, no matter what the circumstances What prompted his order was the practice of denying medical care to babies born alive as a result of a botched abortion. Wow, and I know somebody who survived that. She's in this article. The American people are overwhelmingly opposed to late-term abortions. What President Trump did goes beyond partial birth abortion. His executive order, and that will be turned around if Biden gets in, I know that, is targeted at prohibiting infanticide. Astonishingly, he was criticized in some quarters for doing that. Some maintained that infanticide, it's not a problem. And these are doctors. Dr. Uh, Christine Brandy is a board member of Physicians for Reproductive Health. She opposed a legislative effort earlier this year that would provide sanctions for doctors who refuse to provide medical care for babies born alive following a botched abortion. The bill maligns and vivifies providers and patients who push false narratives about abortion later in pregnancy. States can and do punish people for killing children who are born alive. 
in the Florida State University Law, Professor Mary Zickler, journalist Danielle Composer, said it is a lie to say babies born alive after a failed abortion need protection, saying such scenarios incredibly unlikely. But here comes the truth. What is the truth? Truth is, yet the Associate Press, which quoted the critics of Trump's proposal order, said there were 143 deaths between 2003 and 2014 involving infant-born-alive-dying-attempted abortions. Lying about infanticide is a natural progression of a mindset that justifies partial birth abortion. In the 1990s, Ron Fitzmaurin, executive director of the National Coalition of Abortion Providers, admitted on national TV that he lied. See, what is the truth? He now says, yeah, I lied, but I had good reason. Through his teeth when he just went out there and spouted out the party line about how rare partial birth abortion is. All health professionals, journalists, activists, politicians who deny the reality of babies being born alive at a failed abortion need to tell that to a friend of mine. Her name is Gianna Jensen. I've met her many times. She survived an abortion here in California, and so have many others. They should look her in the face and say she has no business being alive. I've met other people who also survived abortions at, by botched abortions. It's so sad because people don't want to hear the truth. When I come back from a quick break, Kevin Finn, friend of mine for many, many years who had wasn't practicing his faith, came back 30 years with Scott Hahn's material and others, family members, and he's been a great pro-life person. And he's got a story that he wants to share with us that should inspire you to want to do something. Because I always said this about truth, and it's air. This is what St. Pope Felix III said back in 475. He said, not to oppose error is to approve it. Not to defend truth is to suppress it. And indeed, to neglect to confound evil men when they can do it is no less a sin than to encourage them. And it is evil men who promote abortion. Remember, St. John Paul II said this about governments that legalize abortion. It's a tyrant state. That's very, very strong language. But a saint said it, and I happen to agree. So Kevin's going to come back after the break to talk about what he's doing to help protect unborn babies. And I think it'll inspire you, for me, to fall deeper in love with Jesus Christ and his bride, the church. I want to also mention that we're going to get into my next guest, which will be my wife. Uh, the next segment, we're going to talk about what is the truth about love and marriage and contraception. And what does the Bible have to say about, about artificial birth control? Well, you're going to hear the truth. Maybe for years, for 50 years, people haven't heard that truth about the church's teaching of Humana Vitae. But I'm telling you, it's something that is life-changing, and it could be even so life-changing that you'd have to a new baby from it. You're listening to The Terry and Jesse Show. I just want to also say this, that we appreciate everything you do to help Virgin Most Powerful grow the way we're growing right now. You're listening to you 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 on you. You're listening to us on YouTube. Tell your friends. Go ahead and like us. That's how we grow thousands every single week, every seven days. We'll be right back with my special guest.
Help the Helpless, a Minnesota St. Paul nonprofit organization chaired by Father of Tear and volunteers, is humbly asking you for your kind support to help the poor and the handicapped children in India and Ecuador. Through financial support from the help of the helpless benefactors, the children are provided with clothing, food, education, shelter, and the teachings of the Catholic Church. The mission is to help children thrive and become self-sufficient young adults leading productive lives. We also provide aid to poor families in Ecuador with food baskets, medicines, medical assistance, and help with funeral needs for the deceased. The work in India is done by Father Antonio's organization, St. Mary's. In Ecuador, the work is being done by the Servant Sisters of the Home of Mother. You can call us at 877-762-8857. To learn more, please visit our website, www.helpthehelpless.org. God bless you. If you shop on Amazon.com, there's an easy way to support Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Just visit smile.amazon.com and type in Catholic Resource Center under the desired charity. Now, when you log into your Amazon account and purchase products, a portion of it will automatically go to support Virgin Most Powerful Radio at no cost to you. Thanks in advance for supporting CRC and VMPR, and may God richly bless you and your family. This is Terry Barber. I want to thank you for your support here at Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Here's an easy way to do it. If you're going to sell or buy a house, call Real Estate for Life, 877-543-3871, because they're going to get you a Christ-centered agent to purchase your home or to sell your home. And at the close of escrow, a portion of his commission goes right back to Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Call 877-543-3871. Thank you so much for your support. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. Put your seatbelts on, and I'll tell you because my friend Kevin Finn is here. Kevin, welcome to the Terry and Jesse Show. Terry, it's good to be here. Thanks for inviting me on. Are you kidding me, brother? We go back 30-some years and Kevin, I wanted to set the stage. You have a very important message to give to our listeners, but I also want to just say that you and I go back 30 years when you, I met you at the time, you weren't even a practicing Catholic. Is that a fair statement? Yes, I was actually anti-Catholic and vocal about being anti-Catholic. <laughs> yes, I was. And uh, and back then, I remember uh, going to uh, one of your conferences. Right. It was a silent retreat in the mountains outside of Los Angeles, and Scott Hahn was speaking, and I think that's where you recorded the original Seven Sacraments. That's correct. And that really touched me, and Good. that and lots of prayers from my parents and friends, and I converted <laughs> back to Catholicism, and oh my gosh, I'm in love with my faith. Amen. Well, Kevin, tell us why uh, you're here and what uh, you want to—what's the message you have for our listeners today? Well, let me tell you, every night with my wife— and my 11-year-old boy and my 10-year-old daughter, we do night prayers, and we open them up for prayers. So whatever's on our heart, we can we can talk and share and ask God. 
And one of the prayers we've been asking for is, God, please, please turn the hearts of the Irish to change the legislation in Ireland to stop making it legal to kill precious unborn. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so I just, you know, I kind of felt bad and guilty, like, Terry, what could I have done in the in the past months or years to have helped stop that? I should have done something. and I missed I missed that chance. I can pray. But it uh, it really was weighing heavy on me until recently, a couple of months ago, I met this missionary, Gene Antonio, who 15 years ago, he's an American, mm-hmm. gave up the comfy, cushy American life here. And 15 years ago, went to a third world country, the Dominican Republic, which is right next to Haiti down there in the Caribbean. Yes. And he gave his life to saving that country from abortion. And he's been fighting it. And he goes to senators and congressmen. And he shows the hard truth video and photos and, 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 and the government gets to see what it's about. So when the when the Planned Parenthood comes in and Bill Gates, people come in and try to convince the government of Dominican Republic, hey, all we're trying to do is this little step. The government's like, no, get out, go Good. away. Good. I think you might have, Terry, you might have seen recently the, the government of Guatemala kicked out Planned Parenthood. Awesome. And so, so I'm here to help uh, uh, Gene, who's yes. an amazing hero, pro-life hero, and he needs our help because of COVID. It's really like cut down on uh, on on their don donations, and we need to help that country stay pro-life. Amen. And so uh, we 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 got a, a direct mail funding fundraising campaign going that'll that'll start to fund him in April or May. But in the meantime, he really needs our help. And uh, so I'm I just uh, I'm, I'm doing everything I can Amen. to earn enough to start donating to him. And uh, yeah. So how can our listeners be involved? Is there an address? Is there a, how, a website? What, what, how can our people support that effort to stop that killing of unborn babies in the Dominican Republic? So he needs five thousand dollars a month right now, November, December, January through April. So five thousand a month he needs. That's all. And- that's all. That's all. And we need, so we need, uh, you know, if any amount helps, but, okay. but what I'm doing is I'm making calls to find anybody like myself who can donate a thousand a month. And so I I'll cover a thousand a month. Wow. And then I'm looking for four other donors. I and so you. if, if there's a, a, a pro-life donor has a big heart, wants to be instrumental in helping Dominican Republic stay pro-life and wants to commit to a thousand a month for six months, Call me. I'll give my phone number. Yes. But anyone else who wants to give ten dollars or whatever they can afford, they can go to SaveHelplessBabies.org. One more That's time. Easy to remember. Yes. SaveHelplessBabies.org. And uh, if you happen to accidentally go to .com, it redirects to .org. But but there's a donation button there. But anyone else who has a has a heart and has the wherewithal to really help save this country. If we don't step up and help Gene, he might not have the money to stay down there. And so you can reach me on my on my uh, direct phone at Good. 310-540-2518. One more time, that number? It's 310-540-2518. And again, I'd love to have a call. And anybody that wants to call me, I'll, we'll, I'll tell them all about Gene. We'll get on a call with Gene so they can ask him, you know, more about what he's up to and how, how it works. And, uh, 
Thank you so much for having me on the show. Kevin Finn, I just want to tell our listeners that I you've got 110% of my support on what you're doing, and I want people to know that if they didn't catch that number, they even call me. I'll, I'll be happy to give them that number myself, and everybody knows how to get a hold of me. Kevin, one more time, your 310 number, please. It's uh, 310 area code, and it's 540-2518. Wonderful. Kevin Finn. You're a good man. Any good you do comes from God. You thank him for it. But if one baby is saved from this conversation, thank you, Jesus. That's all I can say, brother. Keep it up. Thanks, you. Thanks, Terry. God bless. God bless you, too, and your family. All right. Bye. Thank you. That was my good friend, Kevin Finn. You know why I tell do these kinds of things? Because it's the truth. Remember I said this whole show is about what is the truth? And my next topic, before I have my faithful bride, she, I can see her in Studio A because we have the Bible with the barbers after this. She's going to be up next, but I want to just communicate what is the truth regarding the former Cardinal Theodore McCarrick. There's a Vatican set date for November release. It's long awaited of the McCarrick report. And supposedly it's over six to 700 pages long. People are telling us, and I'm hoping that this, the truth will come out of who knew what about the former Cardinal McCarrick, as our good Bishop Joseph Strickland has been saying this for years on Virgin Most Powerful, that we, the people, need to know who knew what when it came down to the McCarrick case because there's so much corruption there that this couldn't have been done by one man. So let's pray that this report will expose the pus. Yes, I know, the pus in the church so we can get the wound cleaned out and get back to business of evangelizing and introducing people to Christ because these scandals are very, very difficult. Also, I'm going to play a little clip regarding a whistleblower uh, in Michigan. Uh, Now, I'll just tell you this. A whistleblower in Michigan claims Postal Service staff backdated ballots. Remember, what is the truth about the election? Are we talking about, um, you know, valid ballots ballots that have been uh, picked out or is somebody manipulating them? Because I'm all for the truth, whether Biden wins with the truth of having enough more, about, you know, has won the election. That's okay. That's that's we get the they get the the, the leader that we pray, that we deserve. But if President Trump is right and these people are saying that there's a bunch of mail fraud, then uh, we need to get find out what the truth is in and uh, correct that. So I want to just play a quick clip of some of the shenanigans that have been going on. My view is every vote must be counted. You're going to have a situation, I suspect, in states like Pennsylvania, um, Michigan, uh, Wisconsin, other states, where they are going to be receiving huge amounts of mail-in ballots. And unlike states like Florida or Vermont, they're not being able, for bad reasons, to begin processing those ballots until... I don't know, election day or maybe when the polls close. That means you're going to have states dealing with perhaps millions of mail-in ballots. I never thought I would agree with Bernie Sands, but he was right on the spot. And others said the same thing. That's what's going on right now in the country. We're trying to count them by hand, and hopefully they're valid things. Hey, uh, switching gears that we should be praising. The Supreme Court appears to be posed to protect Catholic adoption agencies right now not to work with gay homosexual couples. This is happening right now, and I think it's great news because uh, we uh, we stopped doing adoptions because 
they said we can't do it because we 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 held the line. We would not allow homosexuals to be fathers and and fathers for uh, couples. And uh, it's interesting that because we're holding the line, we need to pray for Father James Martin. He's saying placing foster kids with homosexual couples is a homophobia. And he's wrong because that's not what the catechism teaches. And so we need to pray for them and pray for that, that J- Father James Martin will have a conversion to what the church teaches about sexuality because this is really uh, a scandal. Again, these scandals that are taking place in the church, it's not helping us. I have one more big good news story. You've heard of the country Th- Thailand? Okay, well, their deputy prime minister issued a new policy directive calling for a ban on all porn sites in their country. I would love for us to follow that in America. Can you imagine how many marriages have been destroyed? How many people have STD, sexually transmitted diseases because of pornography? I'll tell you how many as of 2016. 110 million people, that's one out of three Americans, have sexually transmitted diseases. We spend $16 billion a year on medical costs. And you wonder why your, your, your uh, premium is so high? for covering your family, the Catholic Church has the answer. Yeah, it's called live a Catholic marriage. One woman, one man for life. And that brings me up to bringing up my wife, who's in Studio B right now. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Bible with the Barbers show that follows this show. But we're going to be talking about what is the truth about love and life, about marriage, about contraception, about humana vitae. So many people have not been taught the truth about marriage and the purpose of it and the issue of contraception and what does the church actually teach on that. And more importantly, no, the same. What does the Bible teach about conjugal love? And this is something that maybe you haven't heard of, but it's important because what's the name of the show? What is truth? And what is, so the truth will set us free. That's what we do here at Virgin Most Powerful with clarity and charity. Hey, if you want to help us right now, we got a newsletter going out for extra expenses at here at our Sacred Heart Chapel. You can see it behind me on YouTube. If you want to make a donation, call 877-526-2151 or go online to virginmostpowerfulradio.org. Up next, Mary Barber from the Bible with the Barbers talking about conjugal love. And what's the truth about that? Don't turn that dial. You'll be right back. Jesus said in Matthew 26, Stay awake and pray that you may not enter into temptation. According to St. Ephraim, Jesus, who feared nothing, experienced fear and asked to be freed from death, although he knew it was impossible. How much more must we persevere in prayer before temptation assails us, so that we may be freed when the test has come? May God grant that we may withstand temptation and carry out his will in all things. How does the baby eat? 
Can the baby hear me? How did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions, but what's important is that a baby is a baby inside and out of the womb, not just after birth, but nine months before at conception. That's right, every baby is a miracle. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the key word pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. This is Terry Barber. I want to thank you for your support here at Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Here's an easy way to do it. If you're going to sell or buy a house, call Real Estate for Life, 877-543-3871, because they're going to get you a Christ-centered agent to purchase your home or to sell your home. And at the close of escrow, a portion of his commission goes right back to Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Call 877-543-3871. Thank you so much for your support. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. Actually, it's Mary Barber and Terry Barber. Wow. And uh, for those who are just brand new listening, my wife and I have been married 30-some years. We've had six children, and uh, we've, we've just excited about the fact that a family life is so beautiful. Um, I want to set the stage because Mary Danielle and I read Fulton Sheen's Three to Get Married before we got married, one page at a time. <laughs> also, Casty Canubi on marriage. And it really helped us understand the beauty of marriage. So, Mary Danielle, I'm in Studio B. You're in Studio A, but I give you a hug, my love. <laughs> well, thank you. I'll take that. Now, Mary, you and I do this show called The Bible with the Barbers, and you're taking themes like what does the Bible have to teach about X or Y or Z? And today's show, you're going to be talking, uh, we're going to be showing the beauty of, of conjugal love and the Bible and the cat. What does the church actually teach? So I want to set you up. What are people going to get out of listening to the show today? Well, hopefully they're going to get a fully understanding of what the church teaches and why she teaches it. Ah. You know, does the church just pull these teachings out of thin air? You know, is it really that the church is out of date with time? You know, that the times that mm -hmm. she, um, and that's what, what a lot of people said in 1968 when Pope Paul VI was publishing Humanae Vitae. You know, oh, well, uh, the church just does, she's not with the time. She just doesn't understand. Mm -hmm. And is that the case? Or is there some, are there timeless truths that don't change? Are there truths that exist outside of us Amen. that we don't change, that, that if we don't conform our lives to, will have a very detrimental effect on us? Right. You know, a great example is I can say, well, I don't believe in gravity and go jump off a four-story building. Um, well, I may not believe in gravity, but, you know, the sudden stop at the end is going to be pretty smashing, darling. Um, literally, sorry. <laughs> but um, that's how it goes. And, and the, the question is, is there a truth outside of me yes. that I need to conform my life to? And we want to talk about that. We want to talk about how do we know that truth? Where do we get this from? Um, how is it that we, in a world that's so opposed to um, true, actually, anything that's good and true and beautiful, 
how do we become a witness yes. to the good, the true, and the beautiful? How do we live that out day to day? And Mary, let's face it, family life is in shambles. We all know it. Secular people actually acknowledge that mom and dad and the family is, is, are fading. And even St. Well, yeah, Saint John Paul II, back in 1994, wrote a letter to families. Yes. And he said, the way the family goes is the way the culture goes. Absolutely. So we all know that energy needs to be expressed in Holy Mother, the Church, the culture, to build up the family life. Absolutely. And, and Mary, when couples get married, or if they're, you know, if they even get married now, the statistics are showing that they're not getting married. Yeah. But how can we show them the benefits of married life and called it with with commitment because the world right now doesn't understand commitment we're like hey I, i'm, I'm going to be with you for until i feel like i don't want to be with you so how do we show them the beauty of commitment when it comes to marriage we do that by showing the beauty of what god has made mm. what was god's original plan in the beginning and it's interesting because john paul II, john paul ii did this in his theology of the body he goes back to the beginning and he said well what what was god's intention when he created man how is it expressed and how do we understand what's written in the bible and, um, the, of course, the church is the authentic interpreter of the Bible. People say, well, you know, you, you quote from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. What's the Catechism of the Catholic Church? Well, it's interesting. Even Protestants use the Catechism of the Catholic Church because it's a great commentary on Scripture. That's right. You know? it, it really gives clarity to what the Scriptures mean. And there are passages in Scriptures that may be difficult to understand. And it was interesting because I was looking online to do some research for this um, the show. Mm -hmm. And I was shocked at the number of people who actually misrepresent what the church, what the, the scripture says mm -hmm. and um, can twist what the scripture, when you don't have an authentic authority, how you can take the scripture to actually legitimize anything you're doing. Yeah. You can say, oh, well, the scripture doesn't condemn this or the scripture actually approves of this. <laughs> you see, because of what it says here or what it says there. And I was like, whoa, this is really interesting. Yeah. So we want to see um, what was God's plan from the beginning. And then in seeing God's plan from the beginning, you know, ideas have consequences. This is a very important thing to remember. You know, the natural law, if God made nature and he built into nature certain realities, you know, that we call the laws of nature that people discover, it's not, they didn't make them up. Mm -hmm. um, well, if we defy those laws, what happens? And does it actually make us happy or does it do something else to us? I remember Bishop Sheen used the analogy of a pencil. You know, what's the purpose of a pencil? It's to write with. Mm -hmm. Well, why can't I unlock a door with a pencil? Right. Well, why not? What's it going to do to the pencil? What's it going to do to the lock? If you try to unlock a door with a pencil, you're going to destroy both, aren't you? Amen. So instead of, instead of seeing what the tool was made for in the beginning, I use it for something else and I end up causing destruction. Right. And the thing about human beings, we're not a tool. And that's one of the things that we need to look at it in, in that, in where the scripture says what man is yes. and who he is and in whose image he's made and what difference that makes. Well, that makes sense. Mary, I just wanted to mention that the series Three to Get Married by Bishop Sheen that we, you and I read, we actually put that on a, a disc and it's on an M MP3 downloadable. So if you have a couple that you know are getting married or even been married for 50 years yeah. and want to listen to three to get married, the insights are tremendous. Yeah, are. And the way people can do that is by just calling 877-526-2151. I'll repeat that number, 
and Anthony or Trish will be able to send you a link with that audio file of three to get married. As a matter of fact, I feel inspired right now, Mary, to tell people about the life of Christ by Bishop Sheen. Yeah. This is First Friday. We're supposed to be getting ready for, uh, you know, First Friday devotions. Amen. And the life of Christ by Bishop Sheen. It's 358 pages long. I put it on a file, a download. You can get that. And those, that, those meditations on the life of Christ are so inspiring. Just call 877-526-2151. Mary Danielle, the Bible with the Barbers, each week we take a theme that says, like, what's the Bible have to say about the election? What does the Bible have to say about marriage? What does the Bible have to say about all these issues? And I want to encourage people who are listening on the AM stations. You can't listen to this when we're done with the Terry and Jesse. You need to get our YouTube channel, which is Virgin Most Powerful Radio YouTube channel, or go to get our free app from Virgin Most Powerful Radio's um, website. And that's how you can get that, vmpr.org. And uh, that way you can listen to these all these good shows that we have on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Mary, the the need for family life has never been greater uh, statistically since Hermione Vitae was uh, put out in 1968. I know we're going to talk about some of the theologians, because you actually have a book that I put on your desk right there, from dissenters like Charlie Kern, Father Charlie Kern, and others who who wanted to dissent from the official teachings of the Church's teachings on birth control. We're going to address those people also because what's happened, and I think this is a fair statement for the last 50 years, many listeners have never been convinced what the rationale is for the church's teaching on teaching when it comes to fecundity, which is the fruitfulness of life. And I think that that's a sad situation, but it, it still can be overcome with the truth. Is that a fair statement? Absolutely. And the interesting thing about it is, you think, oh, well, you know, the church has always taught this. Well, then how come we don't know it? And that's it. Each generation has to make an effort to come to know what the church teaches. That's right. And we do rely a lot on the generation that went before us to, to teach us. But at the same time, if the generation before us was not diligent in giving the catechesis. Yes. And we have this situation in our world today where, you know, with the advent of television, with the advent of radio, People began to become more and more entertainment-minded, might I say, Mm -hmm. and they weren't really spending time coming to know their faith. Right. You know, things like apologetics, which is not apologizing for the faith, it's giving (laughs) reasoned explanation. Defense. The defense, the reasoned explanations for your faith, the defense of the faith. That used to be taught in high schools. Yeah. That was, and and, um, Latin was taught in public high schools. That's true. Up until the 1950s, as far as I know. In the late 60s at Covina High School, my brother had Latin. You know, and and it, it, these things, they help to train the mind. We're, we have the ability to think and reason, and ideas have consequences. So if we're thinking wrong, if we start out with a false premise and we don't know how to carry it to its logical conclusion, we come up with wrong thinking, and it leads to bad practice. Well, Mary, that's what's happened. That's what this whole show was about. What is truth? Right. When people think that they know the truth because they say it, they're all mixed up. They, we have so many people um, all mixed up in their psychic because they think that they're a man when they're really a woman and vice versa. And people are saying, that's fine. I mean, as I said at the beginning of the show, I'm five foot five. I'm not six five. And as much as I think I say it, it doesn't make it a reality. And so I think 
what the Bible with the Barber show will help individuals get is the truth about life from a biblical perspective right. and the church's teachings that have been around. We call it the perennial teachings of the church. Always been, always everywhere and by everyone. Hasn't changed. That's right. You know, and, and the reality is most people today don't think. It's been in vogue for, oh, maybe 40 years now for people to say, I feel. Yeah. Well, feelings are not thoughts. No. And, you know, your feelings don't authentically represent reality. Right. So what you have to do is you have to weigh your feelings against reality. Amen. And that's you have to give yourself a reality check. And we all have to do this. We have to give ourselves reality checks and see what is it that's really true. You know, what is the truth? What was it you said Father Father Tuig used to tell you? Carrie, what, what is, is the, the truth? truth? About, what is the truth? About everything in life. And I thought about that again. I said, the election the morality. What is the truth about marriage? Right. And and you know what? I think a lot of people, Mary, got married in the Catholic Church and had no clue from what they've told me about marriage. Right. right. And there's like, well, nobody ever gave me this formation. Right. That's why I'm encouraging people to get three to get married by Fulton Sheen, yeah. an MP3 download that you can get. And and you don't have to give us any money if you want to make a donation. Fine. If not, that's okay. But call eight seven seven. Five two six two one five one. I want you to be a high information Catholic. Mary, St. Henry Newman said the worst thing in the Catholic Church is an ignorant laity. That's what we're fighting for. Mary, if you were Jesse Romero, which you aren't, thank God, <laughs> I would ask you this question. What state should we be living in? The state of grace. Amen. And when we come back with the Bible with the Barbers, again, I want to encourage you to tune in through our YouTube channel or our website, which we have a app, a free app for your phone. Go to virginmostpowerfulradio.org and get the free app or YouTube to listen to the Bible with the Barbers up next on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. I want to thank all of you who support us for over three years. We're growing leaps and bounds because of you, our listener. If you're on YouTube, like us. Click it and say, yeah, I want to know about you guys. And share. And share. That's how it works, folks. Hey, May God richly bless you and your family and full sheen ahead here at Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Up next, yes, my wife, Mary, Terry, Barber, the Bible with the Barbers on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. May God bless you and your family. St. Faustina's Prayer for Priests Oh, my Jesus, I beg thee on behalf of the whole church, grant it love, and the light of thy spirit, and give power to the words of priests, so that hardened hearts might be brought to repentance and return to thee, O Lord. Lord, give us holy priests. Thou thyself maintain them in holiness. O divine and great high priest, may the power of thy mercy accompany them everywhere and protect them from the devil's traps and snares, which are continually being set for the souls of priests. May the power of thy mercy, O Lord, shatter and bring to naught all that might tarnish the sanctity of priests. For thou canst do all things. Amen. Virgin Most Powerful, pray for us. Virgin Most Powerful Radio, sharing the gospel with clarity and charity.